What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Turn your volume down, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff is having some audio issues. Let's see if we can pull other Jeff in. There's the other Jeff. <laughs> Hopefully that that is that. How's that sound? How's that oh, man, that, that, that's better, man. Turn your iPad though. Turn your iPad sideways. These are uh uh. This is called a uh, religiously incorrect podcast spectrum stinks edition. Uh, how y'all doing? I'm gonna speak to the people while uh, our our guest choir gets their uh, <laughs> gets their microphones ready. You, you like the guest choir that got to uh, maneuver the microphones in the drum set for like ten minutes before they uh, before they sing. Got to get something to hold it up, but uh, we're we gonna make it work for now. Make bear, it work. bear with us, Saints. Hey, everybody, tune in, tap in, hit the like, hit the share. It is the early edition. It's the fall edition of Sunday night service. <laughs> fall back, baby. Fall back. What's happening, y'all? How y'all doing out there? It's eight p.m. Y'all click all them late Saints that always be late to church and tell them that church has already started. Sunday night services at a new time. Hey, my beard is popping, man. I, my, my wife told me I got bundles. <laughs> you, you got bundles? <laughs> you better make some money. You better get some Christmas money. You better make some uh, holiday. Some holiday money. Yeah, you is. You got, you got your father Abraham. You know what? When we did the roast the other night at, at Pastor Osborne's uh, birthday party, I almost got on you and uh, Eric and said I didn't know which one looked more like Papa Smurf. Uh, he probably, definitely got he definitely got some bundles boy right right but hey hey it, it's all good how was your day today pastor jeff how's it going man it was really good man i cannot complain doc it was really good i'm trying to see where i'm hearing where i'm hearing everything from it's coming out of coming out of everything well we might have to uh we, we'll take you uh we'll take your other one out and uh are you better now Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Good. Okay. Yeah, we had to take you out. We had to take you out. You were you were coming in double. So how how'd your day go, man? Everything went well, man. You know, you know, church was good. You know, still on that series, so it was well, man. I, you know, went and done a couple communions, which was really well, well received. Went up to the hospitals, done some communions. So uh, I know you was at the football game listening. To you did COVID. You did COVID communions. They let you do that. <laughs> they let you do COVID communions. Yeah. How does that work? Do you like pour it through a straw from outside the room and it goes in there? Well, you know, just 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 for your um knowledge, you know, they're, they're shutting Trumbull down again on Tuesday. Wow. And now not St. Joseph's, but uh Trumbull completely. No I wasn't going, I wasn't going anyway. The Lord didn't tell me to go up in the lion's den like that. <laughs> he didn't tell me to do that. Uh it was good, man. I did go to the HBCU classic. I literally just got off the the road, you know. In Canton, all I gotta say is, we know why they call it the Battle of the Bands because the teams. <laughs> the game was just. I love HBCU life, and I really do love <coughs> HBCU football. Excuse me, but we all know what we came here for. And the most torturous time, the most torturous time was the last three minutes before halftime. The bands are lined up. Everybody's hyped. And there was probably 15 penalties and about 12 plays for zero yards. And I mean, you want to talk about some mad folk. It's like let the time run out. Just, you know, Bruh. you know, you know Old church mothers is up there like, just kneel down, baby. Just kneel. <laughs> old, old ladies are like, just kneel, baby. 
But yo, it, it it was all good. Hey, we love to see our black uh black colleges and universities represent well. It was a record, a record audience for the black classic, the black college classic. So it, it was good. Uh my boys, I'll, I'll put a picture up later on after the show. My boys got to meet uh David. Now I forgot his name. Baker. David Baker, who is the president of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay, cool. Roe is huge and never played football in his life. I mean, you know, never played for the NFL. Massive dude. And you want to talk about making my boy's day? He gave both of them an NFL pin right off of his suit. He gave them his pin and wow. gave them both to him. And then he had an extra one. And it just made their day, man. So, you know, my boys are. They got to see two heroes. The president of the, of the uh, pro football. And they're going to meet their favorite band. One of the singers from their favorite band. Because our guest tonight are their favorite band. Good morning, good evening, excuse me, to TJ, to Tatum. Vonda, thank you for subscribing. I'm glad you came here for Red Hands. I hope you stick around for the foolishness. So on to the foolishness. Uh, hey, speaking, Whitby, of, speaking, speaking of football. <laughs> speaking of football and foolishness, I got two words for you, Pastor Jeff. Bishop Sycamore. Woo, hot dog. Hot dog. What can we say about Bishop Sycamore and all the craziness and foolishness and I, I mean hysterically funny at times and hysterically sad at others uh moments of of inconsistency and uh guys running off the field giving their helmet if that's not COVID worthy giving their helmet to other people is, if that is just not the most ignorance the worst part was when the ESPN announcers literally said, like, we don't know what's going on here anymore. You know, we don't believe we didn't verify these, you know, recruits, these D1 recruits. And and I do want to say this. Uh, I think in general, in our community, there's a lot of good intentions, but not good execution. Absolutely. And that just reached a level. We've done it in our neighborhoods. We've done it in our churches. We've done it in our. TJ said, "I wish I could have played for him. I got NFL dreams." Listen, I could have signed my son up. I do believe there are good intentions there, and I think sometimes we see a model of something that could work, and it's worked somewhere else, and we try to duplicate it without dotting all of our eyes and crossing all of our T's, or maybe things are in process, or people can't be counted on, or somebody said they do, and things should be done. And now, instead of maybe stopping. And just saying, you know what, this this shouldn't go forward until things are together. You kind of push forward and hope they come together. And but when you call the ESPN and saying, I'll take a game on national TV. Well, I mean, it was, well, three days after you already had a game. After you already had a game at Harding, you play Harding and Ursuline. And then and then you know, my thing is, or like you just said, you know, uh, you, there's a lot of good um, example, but. They literally took over from a team that had already shut down. So the example that they were following was already bad. No, it's the same people, Pastor. It's the, it's same, the same people, same Jeff. People. Right. They say so, to switch roles. They they like switch roles. And so I believe what I believe what I believe is that there it, there probably is, a, and I, I can say there is a need for that. Obviously, players are trying to sign up. Players want to be on a team like that. So there must be a need for an online school. But that one probably ain't the one. I, I, well, 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 ITT just get a football team, bruh. Or, I, you, or, mean, you mean ITT Tech? Yeah. Oh, they got shut down, man. They got shut down by the government. It shut down. 
Yeah, I was working for the state. Hey, I wrote all them contracts, man. They was taking all kind of money from the taxpayer, man, for okay, let me stop before I get sued. So uh no, no, but for real. But they had cats that had graduated from other schools, and I don't know how this system works, but here's here's what I will say. We like to pork out one guy, and unfortunately, you know, that the team of administrators or coaches that are being interviewed that did the program, they're getting the heat. But let's be honest, this is a systemic failure. Absolutely. If there's something wrong and the state's not stopping it, if there's something wrong and you know, there's not investigations going on before these people get on TV or whatever. And that might actually have saved them and the young men from embarrassment. And from, so obviously something else slipped through the cracks. One or two people did not just literally. I mean, a lot of stuff has to happen for you to do as that. As well as parental, because parents should have been, come on now. If I'm well, getting my son anywhere. But I'm some of these parents, man, you know, they might have been in a tough spot. And this was a last resort or a last solution. Maybe their child escaping a bad situation, wanting to get him away from gang life. And and, and and let's be clear, maybe getting out of this was a better option for many people. As crazy as it looks to us, and we're just, you know how social media is. We just go in, 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 in. But at the end of the day, you don't know what some of these young men might have been saved from and what these men in their lives, despite those mistakes. But, I mean, come on, man. ESPN, I mean, no address. Ice rinks, libraries, filings. There's a lot of blame. Every time I see a big issue, I'm just like, yo, what else is involved in this? But that's going to be the new meme, the new joke. I mean, they got crying Jordan faces on Bishop Sycamore helmets. They got, you know. <laughs> well, uh, well. Be before we move on to our guests, I, I just want to bring up the fact that, you know, my man Drake dropped the album with, I don't know, his, his album cover is about goofy as all life. But uh, it, it can't be any goofier than Lil Nas X. Ah, oh, pregnant Nas X, Lil Nas pregnant X. I, I just, I mean, I can't. I literally, personally, I can't give him any more attention because well, he's he's, he's, tro he's trolling. Yeah, yeah, he's trolling. He's trolling, and people are taking the bait. And and I, I commented on one person's page about it. One person asked, "What do you think about it?" And the one thing I did say was, number one, I personally do not care. There have been provocative. Come on, man. We grew up on Madonna and Prince. Prince was running around with high heels and a thong on, on stage when I was a kid. So we have all been subject to things. You know, some of these rock bands were doing like devil worshiper, occult stuff on stage, drinking blood. You know, there have always been provocative pop, rock, rap imagery. You know, you, you into, you know, DJ Luke, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, Jeff, that Jeff stuff, Luke and, uh, me so horny, whatever. Yeah, see, but here's what I'll say, man. You know, I think Christians are becoming more for what they're against than what they're for. And all we do is wait right. for the next thing, wait for the next thing to get up in arms about and then forget about it six weeks later. And then there's the other super deep people like there's an agenda. There is an agenda. I'm like, how about you work on all them young ladies that's getting pregnant for real, like in your family and in your church? Come on, Why you, you talk about this picture, this Photoshop? How about you work on that agenda with, you know, young ladies that need guidance, young men that need guidance, neighborhoods that need fed? I wish the church would talk more about what they're for than keep taking the bait, man. They're trolling us hard. And all we're doing is selling these cats albums. Absolutely. Years ago when I was young, uh, when the gangster rap was going crazy, there was a dude on TV who bought a bunch of Snoop Dogg albums and then got a steamroller and drove over them, like yeah, in LA. I, I think that was Tupac, though. It was Tupac, okay. And yeah. 
It was like he bought them. <laughs> Put money in my pocket. It's right. It makes no so, sense. So yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. I mean, I'm not saying calm down. We definitely be prayerful. Definitely show our kids the right. Let's, let's stop Osborne. pretending. I love it, Pastor Osborne. Hey Tatum, good to see you. Good to see you. All right, let's knock out these sponsors right quick and then bring in our guests. Uh, they're waiting patiently. Our, our brother's waiting patiently for us. We want to thank our guests, uh, our sponsors, excuse me, of Religiously Incorrect because, you know, they, they pay the bills around here. Phillips Care Cleaning Service, uh, they do residential commercial cleaning. Matter of fact, I got a house that needs clean real soon. <laughs> so, so, call Fernando. Three three zero two one nine seven nine one six. Check out Phillips Care Cleaning on Facebook. You already know what they do. They do a great job. If you live in the Mahoney Valley, you already know that they do excellent. And while you're at it, fall is coming. Get your leaves cleaned up. Get your yards kept. Get everything taken care of and trimmed because the Phillips family of businesses, they do lawn care as well. Uh, starting at $30, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, mowing, edging, trimming. They'll haul away debris you know, cut down limbs. They, they really do do it all. And Fernando's doing an awesome job of bringing together various contractors and business owners in the black community to build out a network. If you call this dude and say, I got a building house problem, he'll find someone or contract somebody to get it done for you. So before you go somewhere else, check out the Phillips Care family of businesses. And we appreciate you for being the sponsors of Religiously Incorrect. I want to start off our intro with uh a promo video that I made with uh, pirated video clips that I found on YouTube. <laughs> Without, <laughs> Fernando said we get your dog also and put it in your house. <laughs> Jeff, remind me to tell you about the dog story. Somehow a dog ended up in the house. I can't. You can't make this stuff up, as Tony Brown would say. So. We want to introduce our guest. Hey, if you're watching, like, share, Religiously Incorrect podcast. Make sure you subscribe, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. We have what has become one of my favorite bands, my family's favorite band. And they're going to be performing live in Warren, Ohio on Sunday, September 12th. Stand up warm. Stand up warm, Mahoney Valley, Youngstown, Ravenna, Akron, Niles, Western PA, uh, Akron. Everybody come on in, Cleveland. Come on down 422. Come on down 422. Shoot, Hickory, Farmington. Where, where's the Amish people at? Middlefield. Bring your buggies. We got buggy parking. Preferred, preferred, preferred horse parking. They'll be live in concert right here. And I made a little promo video that's been playing on our church page. Just got about forty five hundred views, so I am expecting forty five hundred people to show up, even though they probably won't, because y'all know how Facebook views do. So I'll just let. The video play itself. Go ahead, Big Mike, make that happen, and then we'll introduce. Be alright, be alright, be alright. Second Baptist Church, 717 Credit Union, and Bright Energy Innovators present the Inspire Summer Concert Series at the Warren Community Amphitheater. Victory is 
Sunday, September 12th, will feature the funk and soul-infused sounds of the national recording artist, Red Hands. Tickets are only $15 per event. Students are admitted free with a paid adult admission. Tickets are available at secondbaptistwarren.com or by calling 330-393-0802, Monday through Friday from 10 to 3. Again, that phone number, 393-0802. Please welcome from my favorite band, the Red Hands, one of the lead singers, Kyrie. Bring him in, Big Mike. Everybody give it up for Kyrie. Give me them hands. Yo. Come on, come on. Let me, see, let me get him. Let me get him. What up? What up? How you doing, my man? Man, no complaints whatsoever. How y'all feeling? Y'all good? Man, we won. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's happening, Doc? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Just taking it easy. Uh, getting ready for the 12th. We're about to have a good time, man. Brooke, cool. I got introduced to you guys opening for PJ Morton in Akron. Might have been three or four years ago. And I was just getting hip to PJ. And y'all got on and just, 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 I was like, who are these dudes? I'm looking on Spotify while you're in the set. I'm a, I'm a, you know, amateur, you know, every, I'm a PK, every preacher kid is an amateur musician. Uh, love live music, love groovy music. I'm a mint condition, Tony, Tony, Tone. Yes, sir. You know, band, you know, give it to me straight. Uh, and, and you guys made it happen. And I've been following you and my family, you know, we're the type of people that we love to enjoy life. We love the groove. Music is like the soundtrack to our life. And you guys definitely put it out there. Funky, soulful, clean. Your your uh, cover of Happy Feelings. Uh, I tell my old heads about it. I'm like, look, if y'all like Frankie Beverly and Maze, you need to check this out. Bump this in the Cadillac with the yeah, rag top. Yeah, <laughs> bump that boy. Yeah, man. So tell us, man. Tell us about the Red Hands. Tell, tell me about uh, who you are, how you came together, your history, just the, the quick and dirty. All right, so um, we are a group of six men who just love God and who love music, all styles of music, all backgrounds of music. Um, a lot of us grew up in households where, you know, like you said, we listen to Frankie Beverly on Saturdays while we cleaning up or we listening to the Gap Band. You know what I'm saying? You never knew. DJ Rogers, 
the Wyans commission. You never knew who was going to be played on the Saturday morning. You knew you was going to be cleaning on Saturday morning, but you never knew who was going to be playing while you cleaning on those Saturdays. So um, we just, uh, like I said, a group of six men who just love God and love music overall. Uh, we came together in 2016. We were actually on our way to another event planned for another artist. And I was talking to Al. I, I was just, just kind of venting and telling him it would be an amazing, dope idea. God gave me a vision where, like, you know, we just created music that we love the most. You know, we spent so much time playing for different artists and building up different artists' career that we never really get time to pour into what God actually put into us. So um, from there, 2016 in the van on our way to Michigan. That's wow. when Red Hands was birthed. You know, that's how it always happens, man. Just little, not to sound too spiritual, but it's like how things come together only God could do. It's mm -hmm. like the right conversations at the right time with the right people, and you find a kindred spirit. There's nothing like finding people who vibe like you do. Uh, and sometimes it's hard. Sometimes mm -hmm. you, you know, we all grew up in the church. I know you all still play and serve in churches. And mm -hmm. I, I serve in a traditional Baptist church and love it. Absolutely love it. I'm an old head. I ain't one of them cats trying to wear like leisure suits and stuff. But I love <laughs> the tradition, love the tradition of the black church. But then I also want to reach my generation without compromising, without coming off. And, and I don't want to be somebody I'm not. I'm not about yeah. to come out with ripped dreams. I'm not that dude. I'm, I'm, I'm suited in booted shirt and tie kind of person. But but I also want to be able to reach people and say, yo, there's a groove out here that reflects our values, our faith, mm -hmm. you know, our struggles, our, our, our journey in life and trusting God. And you are one of those uh, groups, one of those representatives like Kirk's, like the Kirk's of the world who came on the scene when I was a teenager, like, yo, yo, you know, mm -hmm. you could just talk over a song for a whole album and uh, <laughs> you could just make noises. Oh, shoot. So that's great. Like, so when you first got started, uh, what were from some of your first early cuts? So what do you think was like your first inspiration when you started to vibe together, you know, shared together and like, OK, this is a song. We think this one going to hit. What what was one of those moments or, or songs you started working on? Um, I got to say. I got to say your will was the first song that we that we all thoroughly enjoyed. Like we we have a rule. We're not going to put out a song that all of us don't enjoy. Okay. So I think your will was one of the first ones that we were like, "Hey guys, we we like this song." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we we're so big on not caring about the trend or what mm. other people want us to release or what other people deemed we should sound like or how we should write. But we're really big on like, "Hey, we're going to make again. We're going to make music that we enjoy." the most and we're going to put out music that we enjoy and you know allow people to like it or not but your will was the first one that was like oh okay we like this one y'all so okay. yeah that, that was a good one I, I love it i love it so when you guys first started you know dropping some music performing were you still pretty much doing the church circuit the musicals the youth explosions the outdoor festivals i mean what what was that journey like were you just looking for trying to be more professional on the gigs or were you still kind of doing the circuit. You know how we do with the youth groups and the the, uh -huh. guys, you know, the, the regional choirs and the groups, you know, <laughs> we still doing the musicals, the midnight musicals. Yep, yep, the... yep, yep. So, um, like, as musicians, we were doing that. We were still doing that, moving around in that manner. But as a band, as Red Hands, we really didn't start working or performing out until this year, for real. 
Okay. Yep. Okay. This was this was the first year we decided to take it on the road and start testing and trying trying to figure it out, trying to crack the code for it, you know? Right, right. Well, well, there's definitely a need for it. You know, I, I have a thing that I say unapologetically, and we've had quite a few uh, gospel artists and, and those that have sung with some of the major gospel artists, a uh, brother named Pastor Lamont Josie, who used to sing with John P. Key. We've had Bajam on our show, uh, Anson Dawkins. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that we've talked about frequently is how, and this is just my personal view, so y'all can hate me because I am religiously incorrect, that too much of our modern gospel and worship sounds the same. Mm-hmm. It is like, and not that every generation doesn't have that, you know, in the eighties, everything sounded like this in the nineties it's starting to sound. And I really felt like what the red hands was bringing to the table among other groups and bands as well was really bringing a fresh groove to the table. And by the way, a lot of it has to do with the soul and the funk. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all cool with the more modern worship sound, the CCM, the strings, the, the techno EDM kind of feel, you know, always got that, the pop feel. Yeah. I like thumping bass. Yeah. I want to I'm, I'm, I'm give me some funkadelic faith. Give me something yes, sir. That yes, sir. work with. And so it is a breath of fresh air. Do you feel like in the current landscape that there's space and room for the flavor and the vibe that Red Hands is bringing? I, I feel like there is, man. Because like you said, um, like we, we're, we were aiming to we were aiming to do something different. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, the, the market is saturated with a lot of the same stuff. And like you said, that's not a bad thing. That's like what God, I feel like, and this is just my personal opinion, if God put that on your heart to write that song, who am I? God put that on your heart. But I feel like what God gave us is something, is something new, is something different. And um, I think it's finally starting to catch on. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I think the consistency, I think our consistency of, like I said, not going against the grain, not falling into the trend. A lot of times, um, a lot of times artists can get caught up like, oh, this sound works for radio or you find success when you do this type of sound. And then they wind up falling into the same river as everybody else because, you know, they trying to find they're trying to find what works. They're trying to find the success. Right. Yeah, opposed to just being yourself and just creating what's on your heart. And like. Gotta gotta line it up exactly how he wanted to. All you gotta do is be yourself. You know, I feel there's an advantage, quite honestly. Uh, and how old are you, Kyrie? If you don't mind me asking, how old? Thirty. Okay. Oh man, you you little you little young buck. I'm thirty nine. <laughs> I look young, but I'm thirty nine. Mike is about seventy two. My my producer, you know, Jeff is sixty. Uh, <laughs> he'll be back. Jeff had a little technical difficulty. He's coming back. We told you this is a Spectrum Stinks edition, so but we just roll with it. But I actually counted a privilege to number one, be raised to love old soul music and old style of especially black music, whether it's the black gospel sound, you know, so that's going back to Mahalia, Aretha, Mm -hmm. James Cleveland, the Hawkins singers, all of that, the old choir sound, the big choir, and then the secular, the Stevie Wonders, the, uh, you know, the Lionel Richie's, of course, Michael Jackson and all that. And there's a generation it was not raised on that. That was not their soundtrack, you know. Yeah. And Sunday night, my dad's a pastor. Sunday night, after the gospel, you know, has went off the R&B station, you know, the black station, then they start to slide into the Anita Baker and the Quiet Storm and, the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the Secret yep. Garden and all of that. But that informs our flavor and our flow. So do you feel it's an advantage to be exposed to that kind of music and have that kind of depth that, that goes back? A hundred percent. A lot of our music is based off of feeling. 
like um we create music that you that we want people to feel and like those something like that that whole era of music back then like your stevie wonders your anita bakers and stuff like that you felt those songs you know it made you want to dance it made you want to move like the again like the the whinings and the stuff like that in commission like you felt that stuff it wasn't it wasn't we we really wanted to step away from because you know we're musicians all of us are musicians and sometimes as musicians we want to be really musician like mm -hmm. <laughs> and like make the stuff like extravagant and stuff which is still cool, but with our standpoint, we really wanted to make music that felt good. And like yeah. that era of music is a perfect representation. Like it, everything felt good, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Definitely feel good music, man. I mean, I, I lightweight DJed as, as a young, as a, I was still a minister actually at the time. I was, I was lightweight DJing to pay the bills. And I mm -hmm. called myself like the clean DJ. And man, you could never go wrong when you're at the, whether it's a family reunion or someone's birthday party or, a little event, you start putting certain cuts on and you see the heads bobbing and toes mm -hmm. from the kids to old ladies. I mean, the old stuffy church mother, hear that Stevie come on and be like, all right. Uh-huh, yep. Then, yep. then they all hitting the high note at the end of the <laughs> yep. it, it just, And I think we miss that. You know, I think we really do miss just feel good music that everybody can enjoy. And, yeah. and I do like feeling that vibe as I, as I tune in to what you guys are doing, what PJ is doing. I've been checking out, uh, Sean C. Johnson, love his, uh, his flow. I mean, I've just been trying to expose myself to new sounds. And unfortunately, the way radio and media works now, you actually have to work harder to discover people. It's almost like the record store was a better era because now things are so locked down that mm -hmm. there's, you, you have to work hard to discover. And, you know, even our streams, the, the Pandoras and the Spotify's of the world, they're, they're getting better but they will lock us into the same cycle. If I type up gospel hits, I will get Donnie, Kirk, and Yolanda, <laughs> and Pamela until I barf. You know what I mean? Yep. I love them, but I'm like, it's got to be somebody else. Yeah, 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 yep. That's real, that's true. So, so how are you trying to make your mark or without spilling any industry secrets uh, that you're gonna work at, but how are you looking at strategizing? How do you work in this new media world? How, how are you feeling? It's a streaming world. You're not running around with booths of CDs at conventions. You know, <laughs> uh, that's how I grew up. I grew up playing for a group. That's I grew up to be at the Kojic, the Baptist Convention, the GMWA. Uh -huh. You know, you got your booth. You're doing your new artist showcase. You 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 walking around peddling CDs and 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 uh, demos. How are you doing this in the new media era? In this new age, man. I, and we say it all the time. Content is key. Okay. Content, content, content. People want to see us. And like, it took us a couple years to figure it out, <laughs> but we're just now finally starting to figure it out, figure it out. But content, that's how we've been doing it. We've, we've been pushing out content collaborations with different artists and different churches and like just pushing content, man. And after a while, people, People want to know, like, who are these guys? Where can I find their music? Right. And then, like, you know, it brings it straight to us. But like you said, this is, it's a digital world. It's a digital world. And not, nobody's buying CDs anymore. People are streaming. And people are, you know, that's just is what it is. And like you said, it's hard to find people these days. hard to find new artists these days because, you know, the uh, I feel like the algorithm is still based on the older the older stuff, which is, that's the foundation. So you can't be upset with that. That's the foundation. 
Right. I, I feel like again, I say I feel like the way to the way to get in front of people is content. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, do us a favor. We don't have pictures to put up like on the NFL and we introduce the lineup and all, but introduce us to the lineup of Redheads just by name and and uh, you know what musician or what or what excuse me what instrumental or what part they play in the band. And I think. I think Jeff's going to tap back in while you're doing that. So Jeff's tapping back in. Introduce us to the lineup and what you do and then go down the line. Okay, so you got me. I'm playing keys and I'm uh, also singing on vocals. My brother, Nate Lewis, he's also a vocalist. Um, we got Albert Parker. He's the bass player. Demetrius Beasley, guitar player and vocalist. We got Ganocha Askew, who plays percussion and second drums. And then uh, my brother, Jonathan Fields, who played main drums. I love it. That is Red Ants. I love it. You know, I, I got the, I got the, you know, I've, I've done my share of concerts already. Uh, I'm not a real promoter, but I've gotten pretty good experience with it. We've done some pretty decent concerts. And so I got y'all requesting all. I couldn't get the keyboard you want, but I did get this Casio from Walmart. That <laughs> <laughs> I got this joint. You got like Barbie on the corner. You know, oh, like, man. Right, like, y'all band, right? All right, well, yeah. Ain't that the excuse they always use? Y'all real musicians, right? Yeah, you ought to be able to play this. This organ with the hey. That's the hey, always gives like that. Jeff is back. What's up, man? Pastor? I'm back, Jeff, man. I, something, I, Adam, I, having, that, having him, uh, well, first of all, I, I would like to say, you know, I was listening even though I was off. And yes, when Pastor Todd came back from PJ Morton concert, he's like, "Man, you gotta check out Red Hands, man. You gotta check him out, man." I'm like, "Man, everybody trying to listen to Red Hands." Well, <laughs> Jeff listening to Too Short. Jeff still listening to Too Short and uh, Luke. And, uh... Listen, listen, man. I checked you out. I, I checked you out. I checked you out, man. It's crazy, man. I can't wait to get to the concert, man. Listen, tell me. I heard y'all uh, came up with the name. From something about from Psalms or something like that from the Psalms. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can you so tell me it, that story? So, uh, at my actually, my brother Al, Al, the bass player, he came up with a name at the uh, in the end of the Psalms. It's a prayer of Moses saying, "Asking God to bless the work of His hands." So, um, we we as musicians, we lend our hands to so many different projects. We're playing for this artist. We're playing for this artist. We're playing for. Everybody. That's just kind of the name of the game when you're a church musician. You're at, you know, you're, you're just playing for everybody. But um, when God gave us this vision, uh, when God gave us this vision, we, we the request, what we really want is God to bless the work of our hands, bless our vision. We've put so much work into other people's vision. All right, God, we need you to bless what you put in us now. Wow. So that's where the name Red Hands came from. Awesome. Awesome. One name drop real quick. What are some of the artists you worked for? You know, all gospel, some secular or different ones in the group. Give us a little 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 resume, if you will. Some of the artists. Oh, man. So um, uh, as a band, we've worked with uh, Ty Tribbett. Um, We did some work on Shirley Caesar's project. Um, uh, We're work with PJ. We're collaborating with uh, a few different gospel artists individually. Um, Meech plays for Gladys Knight. Um, I've played for Jay-Z, Beyonce. Uh, I've worked in the TV industry for a TV show called Songland on NBC. Um, okay, yeah. I've worked on a movie called La La Land uh, a couple years back. Um, it, it did really well. 
we we're everywhere, man. <laughs> we're, we're everywhere, bro. I need all them numbers. I need Gladys's number. I got an old woman crush on Gladys. I got an old woman crush on Gladys. Don't tell my wife. Uh, 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 what's what's old girl's name? I saw the old girl, Pastor Shirley Caesar. <laughs> oh my God! Did you call Didn't even call me back. No, I called her manager or somebody about a, a upcoming event. It was a potential. It didn't. We're not gonna do it now, but. Man, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a hookup on that because you know, <laughs> I got you. No, but that's that, that's awesome, yeah. and 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 that that's awesome to see the experience at at the age that you guys are at, getting out in them, you know, in those different genres, in those different places. It, it's like a whole nother world. It, it mm-hmm. it's especially when you grow up in the church. You know, you grow up in the church, and then you get a chance to do TV or secular, and I'm talking the real stage. I'm talking you got three minutes to do your thing and get off the Grammy stage, or you got mm-hmm. to do this. That's a whole different vibe than the four hour uh, musicals that go until, you know, one o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. So what shocked you the most about working in those venues, you know, in those spaces, what kind of was an aha moment about working in, with some of those artists? Um, it's the thing is like, the number one, I guess I would say the first thing that I love is everything is just organized. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't have to question anything. I don't have to question what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. Everything is organized down to the T. And then the second greatest thing is like none of these artists are bad people. <laughs> you know how sometimes you like and I'm just being real with you, being 100 percent real. Sometimes we can go into these churches and. It, it's, it can be a bad experience. Right. You know, we can run into someone who maybe what they used to say grand, <laughs> but you know, full of stuff. Like, but I've never ran into anyone who wasn't just out there doing their job and just trying to be a great person. So, like, those are some of the moments I'd be like, "Aha!" Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So, so you guys are sort of like the the new edition of gospel, y'all. <laughs> Y'all just break uh, off and do your own thing. Cool it now. <laughs> cool it now. <laughs> so, so what do you what do you feel about um, you know, I, I don't know if Pastor Todd asked you yet, but what do you feel about like my man Kanye doing his thing? Mm. Man, I mean, uh, as, as as not only as an artist, but as somebody, you know, a lot of the Christian community is n- now looking to as maybe leadership. I mean, are are we are we trying to trans transitioning and you know but how do you feel about that um number one i've been a kanye fan since kanye was just a producer making beats (laughs) so like he's just he's always been like a a favorite of mine so to see the transition to um see the transition it's cool man because like number one people are people we can't put them on pedestals or we're going to be let down every single time so I, I'm enjoying seeing his heart. It feels like I, I look and see, I look and just, I, it feels like I'm looking and seeing a man who just wants to do something different with his life. Wow. You know, and that it, it's good to see. And like, even if it wasn't Kanye, even if it was some, one of my friends, <laughs> you know, like it's always good to see, it's always good to see somebody's heart changing. Not saying that they may be perfect, but to see that they have a heart to chase after God that's cool. Like it's cool to me. Um, I again, I like. I don't know if he wants to be a leader, <laughs> so, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anybody like, "Hey, 
don't put I wouldn't tell anybody to put him on the pedestal as a leader because again, people fall, you know what I'm saying? And we're dealing with what may be a new Christian. You know, at at mm-hmm. most the Bible say like he's He's still living off of milk. So right, I wouldn't right, would right, put him right, as a leader. Right, right. And he's still living off of milk just yet. You know what I'm saying? That's just my take. But I, I do enjoy I do enjoy seeing his journey and him being open and like and just loving God. It's it's good to see that, man. Amen. You know, I think hey. it's tough for some of us to take because he is such a public figure and he really does represent in his own way the messiness of a new believer. And when I say mm-hmm. messy, I'm not saying he's a messy person. I'm just saying there are a lot of ups and downs to people. And we don't know. We, we it, it remains to be seen if the platform, the Sunday services, the bold proclamations and all of that is beneficial or detrimental to his overall faith and witness. But it's it, it's a weird, almost like fishbowl experiment. Like we're watching a person on the biggest platform the world has ever known do something that we've watched people do in our little local churches. In and out, here and there, on fire, well, t- come on, we didn't all let somebody join the choir and lead songs after they joined the church last yep. week. <laughs> yep. All of a sudden, they the choir member, the, the musician. Uh-huh. The so it's almost like we're doing that with Kanye. Like he just became all this stuff all of a sudden. I, I think there's an intimidation factor because he has such high production value and perfection expectations. The rest of us sitting back talking about, we can't do that, man. We can't rent the whole dog on airport and have a uh, <laughs> choir on a plane. Well, I mean, he got, 62, he got 62 hits on his record, man. How'd you get six? Uh, it's at least like 20 some on there. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, he got an anthology in one, one, one release. Uh-huh. We do have some tickets to give away, correct? We have tickets to give away. We oh, have tickets yeah. to give away. I, I just did a share. Uh, another share. I want you to tune in, tap in, whether you are a regular or whether you are a first timer. If you are going to be anywhere near the Warren, Ohio area, the Youngstown area, we want you to be with us at the Inspire. Now we call this the Inspire concert, uh, Second Baptist, the church that I'm blessed to pastor. I thank them for their, uh, their, their seeing the vision of and I hate to use this phrase because it's more than reaching outside the walls. We love to say that. We, we going outside the four walls today. I, I love the fact that they're helping me to promote culture. Uh, we believe, and I don't mean this to be funny, but we believe in paying artists and paying our own and not just trying to do the chicken dinner joint where you're going to come in here and sit around for three hours and we pass you a couple quarters and, and, and a chicken wing. Uh, and they see the need to expand the, the horizons of what we normally associate with church. And that includes the Red Hands. Now, last time we had Ariel, one of our local artists who does jazz, uh, R&B. I mean, she killed it at the amp. She she absolutely mm-hmm. blew us away. Before COVID, we had nationally, actually internationally renowned jazz trumpeter Sean Jones, who is a native of Warren and a personal friend of mine and our, a, a hero of our city. And he just did a phenomenal job. And we had an arts and culture night. And so the Inspire concert is designed to do just that, especially since we've been shut down and locked away for so long. We took it outside and we decided to use our Warren Community Amphitheater, which is a beautiful venue. And it's a huge venue. So it's going to be the church crowd in a huge venue, but it makes it safe, makes it secure. We can social distance. I like to consider it like a, a family picnic. It's like a family mm-hmm. picnic. We can groove together, buy some hot dogs. Old my, my, my church ladies, you know, but the, the kitchen committee gonna be out there with the hot dogs and the uh, and the pop for for a dollar. You know how we do, and mm-hmm. and just vibe out. So we want to give a shout out to the sponsor of our ticket giveaways, 
The sponsor of our ticket giveaways is Converse Tees. You can check them out at ConverseTees.com right there on your screen or call 330-299-5166. Look them up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest. Converse Tees. Uh, our man, Big L, uh, is the president, CEO, uh, logistics coordinator, janitor, uh, printing assistant <laughs> from Converse Tees. He provides all of our uh, religiously incorrect gear and make sure everything happens. And he's a part of the religiously incorrect team. He's actually one of the founders and the foundation of our team. And he has sponsored this 10 ticket giveaway. And I don't know uh, how to do this. We did this with Ariel. We made her sing songs. And I think we did a guess the song kind mm -hmm. of a uh, thing. We're just going to give them away because it takes all night. But I <laughs> want to ask, maybe we'll do a little bit of trivia. I'll do a little bit of trivia, and whoever answers would be the ticket winner. Now, if you win a ticket, you can either call the Second Baptist office this week. We're closed on Monday because of Labor Day. Got to give my staff the day off for Miss Janice to kill me. She's my veteran secretary, and she 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 kill me. So she gets Monday off. Everybody gets Monday off. But you can call Tuesday through Friday, and they can either hold it for you at the gate, or they, you can arrange to come pick it up. Or if you like, you can donate it to somebody. Maybe you know you won't make it, but you want to make sure you bless somebody with the ticket. Now, if you don't win a ticket, make sure you buy a ticket. They're only $15.com. <laughs> Please don't be asking me on the slide to just slide you some tickets. All right, pass it on roll like that. Uh, we take credit, debit, cash, checks, but make sure your checks aren't rubber. All right, just make sure your checks aren't rubber. The Lord is not pleased with that. Okay, I got one. I got, I, I got a couple quiz questions for our viewers. If you're just tapping in, uh, here's my first question. Whoever answers it gets a free ticket to the Inspire concert with Red Hands. My first question is, how many members are in Red Hands? How many members are in Red Hands? If you know the answer to that, all you have to do is look at the graphic on this video. Uh, <laughs> how, how many Negroes you see in the picture. If... Uh, <laughs> If you know, Pastor Tatum got it. Pastor Tatum, you coming through this week? Is you coming down? Hey, if Pastor Tatum comes in, oh, wait, I think uh, Yvonne actually beat her on uh, YouTube. Yvonne Baker, Minister Baker, oh, beat her on YouTube. It yeah. shows first, but YouTube has a delay. Now we got technical problems. It's like Jeopardy. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Tatum is saying, give my ticks. Uh, give my tickets. Okay, okay. Hey, we're praying for our New York family. Pastor Tatum in New York, New Jersey. They got that the flooding, the water. There've been deaths there. Uh, uh, y'all get out my stay out my shop. My boys want to say hi to y'all, so I'm gonna make them come <laughs> in in a second. All right, so we'll go with Minister Baker on that one because uh, the the screen is showing us that she answered first. And uh, Pastor Tatum, thank you for your answer. Uh, Cynthia, thank you for your answer. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, Vonda could have won, but she's in Portland, Oregon. You can fly in. We we love you in Ohio. We give you, we put you up somewhere. We let you stay one of the missionaries or something if you want to come in next week. Uh, so we got one. Okay, I got one more. Uh, got one more, one more, one more. I'm you can't to do them all. I I, I got to do one. I got to do. Okay, one. go ahead, Pastor Jeff. I got to do one too. What church is sponsoring? <laughs> what church? What church is sponsoring Red Hands? <laughs> What church is sponsoring? What church is sponsoring? And y'all better know it. <laughs> Listen, my members better know it. Oh, it's gonna be some meetings. <laughs> it's gonna be some letters. 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 It's gonna
<laughs> what church is sponsoring? Second quiz question for a free Red Hands ticket. What church is sponsoring the Red Hands concert in Warren, Ohio next Sunday on September 12th? If you've been in the area, listen to the radio on the internet, you ought to know by now. Go ahead, somebody pop an answer in. What church? If you already answered, you can't answer again if you already won something. But if you didn't win and you want to answer, Pop in real quick. I got another quiz question ready to go. And then we're just going to start passing them out to whoever says I want one. It's pretty much what I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. What church is sponsoring? We're waiting on somebody to answer. Sometimes there's a delay. So we'll see. I'm glad, Pastor Jeff. I'm glad you're straight. Right. <laughs> 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 The Hill Baptist Presbytery on the side of the road. Uh, hold my mule, hold my mule. Pentecostal Assembly of Jehovah's Witness. All right, Sister Janet got Second Baptist, and that's All one right. of my members. But I'm definitely going to give uh, Sister Janet credit for answering. She gets a free ticket. You could choose what you want to do with that ticket. I think she won last time and donated her ticket because she wasn't able to come out at the time. Uh, but Sister Janet is our uh, winner on that one. All right, let me let me hit it up real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, for those of you that actually watch the podcast and have watched this podcast, uh, I got a good one. What's the name of our producer? What's the name of our producer on the podcast? He always comes at the, at the end. He don't be talking about nothing. He just be in here making noise. Always coming in with these weird questions. He going to have a weird one for Kyrie. I know that. He always comes in with a weird question. He's going to ask time. Kyrie, what was the first song you ever sang in your life? Listen. <laughs> I wish I had it for you, man. Okay, Cynthia got it. Mike Morris, she, she gave your government name. <laughs> she gave the IRS is coming to look for you name. No, we, we need to go by stage names because you don't know who's watching. You know. So Big Mike, Mike Marsh is our producer. Uh, Sister Hill, Sister Cynthia, thank you for tuning in to Sunday night service. You, I'm missing Sister Della Cruz. Where's Lady Charlene at? Probably gonna come on at nine. At nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Probably gonna come on at nine. All, late our, church folk. all our regulars gonna come on at nine, and we gonna late, be gone. Late church folk. Yeah, this is our, this was our new time. We, we put the word out, but you know how? Hey, listen. You you know the funniest thing about this HBCU game is the whole stadium was outside for almost to the second corner because black folk. Do not show up on time. This game started at four. They should have told us it started at three. Uh, they know oh, good and well had enough time at a church to go to uh, Golden Corral or Red Lobster, take a nap, take our church clothes off, and then drive to camp. They should have known better. Or they should have put like a praise and worship group up for the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and bring it in, usher the people in. That's it. Absolutely. Yes, Lord. Them ladies came with their fashion purses, had to put them back in their car. They were all mad. They couldn't bring their they Gucci and Burberry in. It, it was a mess, man. Black folk everywhere. We can't have nothing. Okay. Uh, I asked uh, Kyrie, and this will be my last giveaway question. Then we're going to give away some more later on at the end of some of our favorites. I asked Kyrie what was the first song they really vibed to that they really released and really loved. And he told us the name of that, that song that they really loved, uh, that Red Hands just felt like they had a breakthrough. They they wrote the song. They they started performing, releasing it, put the single out. Who remembers the name of that song? It's one of their songs. If you look them up on Spotify or Apple Music or any of your platforms, YouTube Music, you'll see it at the top of because it's one of their most popular songs. Who remembers that song? There it is. 
There it is. Our our, our Portland Connect. Our Portland Connect got it. <laughs> the Connect. Got it too. Your will. Your will. That that is awesome. That that is awesome. So we got four tickets out. And if you want us to donate it, Vonda, if you won't be in town, we'll make sure that somebody, you know, I love giving away tickets to young musicians, young people who are interested in music or or even just from our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh thank you, Vonda. We're gonna donate it. If I can get a young family or somebody to come and experience and have a good night out, we'll make sure we we bless them. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh we want to talk a little bit more with Kyrie before we go about Red Hands. For those of you tuning in, we're talking with Kyrie, one of the lead singers of the Red Hands, uh, one of the newest, freshest gospel bands out hitting the scene. Uh, it's really hard to just call them gospel because they're inspirational. They're soulful. Uh, I really believe that their music speaks to the soul. Uh, I guess, what do you see long term, Kyrie? You know, you're 30 years old. You've been at this. You've been playing probably all your life in church and for bands and for groups and doing this. You've already started to get on some of the places that many people would like to be. Where do you want to be? What would you like to do? What role would you like to settle into? Because you don't want to gig the rest of your life. You don't want to be one of them old players, you know. <laughs> like, this is my yeah, the, the leisure suit. Y'all remember this one. Yeah, <laughs> leisure suits and stuff, the all right. white linen. I don't want to be that guy, man. <laughs> Sandals with socks. Yeah, okay. I, I can't be that guy. But um, I really, um, the end, the end goal is just to help others, help others grow. Um. We're under, we, well, as you know, we're independent. We started our own label, Black Suit Music, and um, we operate everything through that. So um, our, one of our biggest goals now that, uh, now that our train is moving a little bit is just to help others, especially from Ohio, help others just to kind of move and push their music out and just get it in front of people. Like, that's, that's always been the goal, you know, get it, obtain it. And then help others with what you obtain. That's wow. how the bless. That's how the blessing keeps coming. That's how it, it's just a. A pastor told me one time, um, money can't close to um, money can't flow through a closed hand. So uh-huh. you keep get you get the money, you help others, you get it out. It, it comes back in. You bless, or it may not even be money. Whatever the blessing may be, you use that blessing to help others. Something else is gonna come. That sounds like offering talk. That sounds like offering talk. <laughs> so since, since you want to help people in young, in Ohio, I'm going to send you my tape, my cassette tape. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> send you my don't. I'm warning you now. Yeah. Girl, you don't. That's I'm the thing, man. I, if I, I got to search high and low for a cassette player, man. I don't know if it's going to work. Got you, got, you got an A-track demo he's trying to shop around. <laughs> hey, seriously, who, who I know, and I heard you say you've worked with Beyonce and uh, several different great. Is there anybody you aspire to work with, or that you would really like to work with that you haven't? Um, that I somebody that I would really like to work with that I haven't. Oh, the guy that I would really, really love to work with, but he's gone. As uh, and I don't even know if this counts now that he's gone. But uh, Prince, he's my all-time, all-time favorite artist. We're Everyone. blood brothers, my friend. We're purple blood brothers, my friend. I'm a, I'm a prince head, man. I'm a prince. Yeah, head. man. Like yeah. he's um, yeah, he's he's the greatest to ever do it, man. Yeah, absolute yeah. greatest yeah. to ever do it. We actually have a new power generation doing a concert at one of our venues. Uh, one of our concert halls are hosting the new power generation. A uh, couple weeks, Jeff. Yes, I think it's two weeks or something like that. The Robins, yeah, Robins. So, I need y'all I mean, to. 
ask me a question so I can get a free ticket. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I know somebody. I might, I, might, I might drop you one. I might drop you one. Hey, you might come to the concert like, and find one in the envelope. Right. You know, take take us back a little bit. So, is everyone in the in the band basically a church? Started off as a church musician, essentially. Yeah. So, 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 shout your church. Give us your church background. Tell us a little bit about where you were raised and how that influenced you. Akron, right? Everybody from Akron, right? Well, I'm originally from Mansfield, Ohio. Okay. Okay. So, um, I I grew up in a church uh, called Greater Holiness Church of Deliverance, uh, Pastor McKinley Glover, and um. Okay. So, I mean, it was just a very, very small church, very small church. And I didn't really start playing until I was nine. But even then, like, that gave me the opportunity to learn. <laughs> you know what I'm okay, saying? Well, also, you know you grew up in a black church when you say, I really didn't start playing until I was nine. <laughs> I didn't start playing until I was nine. You know, every kid played drums. You started like four. <laughs> you be on the keys at like four. <laughs> But um yeah man so I started playing when I was at 9 and my uncle he really he really helped me grow and not even grow in playing since just growing and grooming me on how to flow grooming me on how to just just to kind of just sense the uh sense the spirit in the house and like again just how to flow and stuff and that kind of shaped me into the musician that I am you know what I'm saying and I think that's the story for all of us um G his dad is a pastor can never ask you uh Pastor Kenetra Askew. Um, Albert, he's from, Albert is, or Albert, why am I calling him Albert? Al, <laughs> he's from Inglewood, and his father is, uh, was a pastor as well. Um, my brother-in-law, Nate, um, my father-in-law was a pastor. Uh, Meech, guitar player, his dad as a minister. We all just grew up in a church, man. Yeah. And um, yeah. like that shapes us. That shapes yeah. us on how to write songs. That shapes us on how to musician. That shapes us how to live life. You know what I'm saying? So, obviously, your music don't sound like you uh, grew up in a holiness church. <laughs> it don't sound like it don't sound nothing like holiness. I, I was raised. My, my wife was raised in a holiness church. We didn't, we didn't get a wedding at the, at, the, at, the, at the Yes Lord altar and the, uh, the midnight revival. The so, have you ever run into people? feeling like this ain't gospel this, this this ain't you know this ain't it you get some of those vibes from some older people or traditional people um you want me to be real with you be 100 yeah, real with you keep it so 110 110 so the thing is we never really care <laughs> so like like the our our mindset is like we don't have any haters because we don't care if we did. We don't care. <laughs> so, like, even if you are hating, dang, that's crazy. We didn't care enough to see that she was hating. Wow, that's a <laughs> like Facebook we're... message, Doc. I need to I need to share that with about ten chicks I know on Facebook <laughs> that think they have a bunch of haters. I need to share that gospel uh, with them right now. Amen. So, I mean, and I'm sure there, I'm sure there are people, you know, that aren't like that's not on the curve with us, you know, and that's okay, you know. You know, because we're grateful for those who do enjoy it. So we, we we really try not to pay attention to what's going wrong, but stay focused on what's going right. Al said it the other week. We just got to make sure we continue to enjoy the ride. Sometimes mm. we get we get so caught up in what's next. How do we obtain success? How do we, you know what I'm saying? And we, we allow that, that chase for success to blind us to like what God has blessed us with in the now 
And like, so we, we really try to focus on like, we don't even focus on it, man. If you hating, wow. you hating alone. <laughs> like, you're, we are not the ones that's going to go back and forth with you. Hey, we, hey, you bought it. Like you said, you bought the music. <laughs> right. Right. So, right. Now, Kyrie, I, I had, I had a couple slides down in Manfield. I was wondering if any of them go to your. Ch- Never mind. I will talk about Listen, that. See, we'll see, about see that. this is this is why Jeff. This is why his signal's always going out. Because <laughs> the devil's in him, man. I've, I've been trying, man. I've been Listen, trying. Listen, I've, I've been trying, man. Real, real talk, Kyrie. Real talk. Um, you know, mo- a lot of these rap artists have that one gospel song on there. You know, on a, on a joint, you know that. You gotta, that thank one, God. gotta thank God for all these right. holes and all these. Yeah, yeah. gotta thank yeah, but, yeah. But would y'all would y'all ever, you know, since y'all are such funk, y'all had a funk, y'all have y'all ever like go back and do like some old classic hymnals, and or would you just like throw one on there just for the? I know you do it because you're a church musician, and mm-hmm. I know that churches you have to uh, play holy, holy, holy uh, every now and then, but uh, um. Uh, we have done some like congregational stuff and like just kind of mix it into what we do every now and again. You know what I'm saying? So um, even uh, even the first song on our last joint, uh, "Be All Right," it's it stemmed off of you know "Be All Right," "Be All Right." You know, it stemmed off of that traditional song. So we we always go back and visit you know the roots, the foundation of where we're from. Right. It's only right, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, right. right. Absolutely. Indeed. You know what you just mentioned about not caring about haters and, and that everybody has their own flow and flavor. Do you feel, because I we sense it and we've actually made this a discussion and we're, we're coming to the end of this. We're going to bring in Big Mike for whatever crazy question. He always has a crazy question. It will not be about the red hands probably. <laughs> It'll be about like robots or something. something. <laughs> but anyway. Thanos snapped the world back. Right, yeah. <laughs> Would you still be here? Uh, uh, but one thing I do notice, and again, I'm starting to become an old head. I'm pushing 40. Uh, I feel like there's too much battling between generations and a lot of that battling is coming from the younger to the older. Like what you just said about not caring or people don't vibe. Sometimes I feel like a lot of young artists are just trying too hard to make a point about what they're not. Or I'm so fresh. I'm so new. If they get up and I've watched this, it's almost like watching a, you know, it's almost like you're bombing big when you start telling the people why they can't get with you or y'all ain't ready for this or that's, you know what I mean? Like, you know, do you feel like that vibe is too prevalent in the younger generation? I'm talking like the 30 and under. Like sometimes there's and I get that the hate comes and the pressure comes. You know what I mean? I get that people are always, you know, people might be nipping at them saying it don't sound like church. But do you feel like there's a pushback the other way where sometimes, like you said, there's too much attention given to mm-hmm. who might not vibe? That is that is true. Like and when you're on stage and you're saying that stuff and like you're acting acting like that. It just shows that you do care <laughs> about what people think. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we like, I, I really want man the the generation, and this even bleeds over into my generation. Like, if if God gave it to you, then He gave it to you. He's not gonna put something in your hands that that's not gonna resonate in the world. It may not be that crowd that you're in front of right now, and that's okay. But there's a lane for everybody in everything. You know what I'm saying? There's a lane for right. absolutely everybody. And when you truly understand that, you you tend to that lane. 
You, right. I, we say it all the time. Like, you know, you got to stay in your own lane. We all, we all drive into the bank. We're just in different lanes. <laughs> so, right. right. I love you know it. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you just have to stay in your lane and truly operate in what God gave you. And you can't yeah. be angry with people who don't like, you know, like your music or who are, who, who are not really feeling what you do. That's okay. There's, right. you're not the only artist in the world that they don't like. There, there's tons more artists in the world that they don't like. You just so happen to fall into that category. Right. But again, you can't like, yeah, man, you just have to, you got to understand that it's okay. Everybody is not going to like what you do. And yeah. that's all right. That's all that right. Lane talk, that lane talk was wisdom. And, you know, I think whether churches, promoters, whatever, you know, I think you need to make sure the vibe matches the venue and the venue matches the vibe. And, you know, we don't always do a good job. Some stuff I might just say, you know what? I don't think that's a good fit. I don't think it'll work well. I try to do that. Like you guys are a great vibe. Second Baptist. And we've done everybody. We've done Diedrich. We've done Bashan Mitchell. We've done Marvin Sapp. You know what I mean? We've done some great things. And the church went with me on this because Jeff knows I walked into a church that was traditional. And mm -hmm. I mean, I had to move the big black piano when we brought DJ in. And I mean, that was like, all right, they're going to vote me out after this one. <laughs> I feel it coming. Oh. But, but honestly, I wouldn't bring in red hands for Sunday morning worship service when we normally are singing a hymn. Then the choir is giving their song and we still do praise and worship. We got the band rocking, but they expect churchy church church pretty much. So I'm not going to. Some other venues have done that. They're like, okay, Red Hands is rocking with us this morning. They're doing their, but that's, that's how their worship flows. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes both church and art, especially in the church world, we set people up for failure sometimes. And if I, this, I was, I was going to agree with you on that. Um, Like it, it's kind of plays on both sides of the fence because also as an artist, you have to have the discipline to say, no, uh, that's not necessarily what I do. Opposed to saying, oh, let me go take this people money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right. you have to discipline. You have to be disciplined enough to say, hey, I'm not sure if this will go over well because that's not necessarily our vibe. I'm not sure if your people will be receptive. Uh, it may be a waste of finances for you in the house. Like, wow. but sometimes, like sometimes like as artists, we chase after the money and we mm. chase after and it winds up being a train wreck. And of course, obviously, people are recording with their phones. Like it could be, it could be much worse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you oh, yeah. took this couple thousand dollars, but now you got a terrible video floating on the internet. <laughs> 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 so it's like that two thousand gonna last you for about two weeks. That video gonna be on the internet for a long Forever. time. <laughs> Listen, Bruh, as, we, as, as we come to a close, man, I, I I wanted to ask you something about money. I wasn't gonna ask, but now this is. Since you brought up the money, you part. The door. since you brought it up, <laughs> since you brought it up, we since we are religiously incorrect, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I watch Ray a, a lot. You know, Ray to, uh, with Jamie Fox playing him, and how they used to like try to jip him out the money. But you guys have a pretty big group, you know, mm -hmm. and so I mean, do you guys? I mean, I don't want to know y'all split. You know, y'all split, split, but it, it when especially in gospel group, is it sort of like that? I mean, does everybody have to? I get this much, you get this much, you get this much, or you know they don't, they don't pay the blind one. They don't pay the one that's blind. They give him nothing. He don't know we get paid. He, don't know we get he paid. think this is a promo. <laughs> <laughs> don't say nothing about that, Ray. Right. No, um, with us, like from the beginning, like we're brothers, man. We're family. Like our families, 
like our families spend time with each other families our family babysit each other kids so we take that to heart so we split everything everything down the middle Love like uh, unless one of us you know unless one of us invested into getting us there or something or you know what i'm saying like that hey we he paid for the rental car he blah 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 did this let's give him that first but after that like we, right. we it's not about that's because that's that's one of the biggest downfalls when it comes to group it's always money yeah, it's right. always money so like we we, we got to eliminate that and well, well hey, my final question is uh which church or preacher still owe you money <laughs> there it is <laughs> We know it's well. Uh, we know it's well. Out there. I don't know checks ready, but I know everybody don't. So y'all, I'm you know, send you a, a factual list. <laughs> everybody always has one. Hey, I got one. I got one. I ain't even got a group. Yeah, it'd be sometimes you'd be like, "It's all right, man. Just keep it." Right. Yes. Yeah. Listen, it's all right. I call. I call one dude for like a year, man. I'm like, bro, I need my three hundred, bro. <laughs> I need my three. Yep. He said, bro, that twenty five dollars. I need that. Man. Yeah. man, that's nuggets and fries for the kiddos. Oh, yeah. Come on, come on. Come that's on. out to eat day. Listen, all day, all day. Listen, Kyrie, we appreciate you. Thank being you with so us. much, man. man I mean, thank you guys for having me. Man, I just want to kick it with y'all, man. Let me know when y'all having the next Red Hands kickback so I can just sit in the corner and chill. Yes, sir. Man. I mean, yes, sir. Uh, you know, the, the wife, okay, I, I got to bring in before I do my final ad. Come here, Ethan. Ethan has been doing backflips over here <laughs> since, since we went live. So, first of all, let me take this Browns hat off and throw it on the ground. <laughs> I love that, baby. I love that. Yes, sir. First of all, Ethan, this is Kyrie. What up, man? The lead singers. Go ahead and say what you got to say. What you want to say? Uh, do you like their group? Yeah. What's your favorite song, Ethan? Grace. Grace. Oh, Grace. you're a smart man. Listen, smart I'm, man. I'm, I'm trying to get him to sing me a verse at the concert because he, he gets down in the car, but then he gets shy. But they have become great fans. And I'll be honest, I'm proud to have music I can share with my children that I'm not ashamed of. I don't have to like cut off the bad part. And mm -hmm. you know, like, all right, let me yeah. look for the radio edit. Uh, Elias is up, up upstairs somewhere. Mm -hmm. But Ethan and Elias, they are like your number one fans. They love Red Hands. I cannot get away from it in the car. Man. And, uh, what, what, you, you know a little bit of it? You know the song? Yeah. How's it go? I know. Lord, we thank you. Yeah. How's it go? All right, I'm about to throw you out this chair. I was going to say, if he starts singing yeah. Jonathan McReynolds, Grace. Right, right. We're right. going to have to have a talk. No. No, uh, but, but I wanted to make sure he got a chance to say yes, hi. Sir. He's going to help me introduce y'all on next Sunday. Uh, yes, I'm gonna, sir. I'm going to let him help me introduce Red Hand, and we're going to vibe on the side of the stage while they vibe out, okay? Come on. You want right. to come on stage with us, man. Come on stage, you with, stage with him. All right. All right, I'm going to hold you to it. Hey, before Big Mike comes in, we want to thank our sponsors, the Phillips Care family of businesses. Uh, stay right there, Kyrie. We're going to say goodbye with Big Mike in a second. But not only does the Phillips Care family of businesses, Black-owned business, do they do commercial and residential cleaning and, and, and industrial work? They also do lawn care, but also Phillips Care training. They do physical training. Uh, physical fitness. They are the new owners of High Street Fitness in Cortland, Ohio. So if you are in need of getting your fall body right because it's too late to get a summer body, maybe you want to get your Christmas body right, 
you know, whatever. If you just want to lose the weight before you gain it back on Thanksgiving, go check out Phillips Care Training. Call my man, Mike. Uh, look up Phillips Care Training online. Check out High Street Fitness in Cortland, and they will get you right. They're going to kill you first. Come say hi, Elias. Come on. You missed it. Come say hi real quick. Come, say Come on, dude. What up, man? It's my older boy. What's your yes. favorite Red Hand song? Um, Grace. He like see Grace. We're gonna have to re-release this song for y'all because we you know have what? another version. I think they're telling me that they're gonna need a lot of grace in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> give All you right. a heads up. They go. They give me a heads up. Come on, Big Mike. Come in and shut us out. Shut us down. Thank y'all for joining us. This was our new time, eight a eight p.m. I know the Saints are going to show up talking about how y'all doing this evening, and we're going to be logging off. But Big Mike, what's happening, bro? Right. Kyrie, thanks again, man, for coming on. Appreciate you, brother, for taking man, the time out you. and blessing us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no weird questions tonight, Todd and Jeff. Oh, I was, I was ready, too. I was ready. I was ready. But, I'm going to be thinking about aliens and everything. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> I'm like, as wild as they gonna get, I'm ready for it. <laughs> nah, 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 nothing too crazy tonight, man. But um, how does a small time musician from Mansfield end up making it big, working with like Beyonce, Jay Z, and TV shows and things like that? How'd man, that happen? Honestly, networking, networking, networking. When I was coming up, and they used to laugh at me when I did this, <laughs> but when I was coming up. Any musician that come to town from one like uh Youngstown, like Garrison and Neville Sisters and all them stuff. Oh, yeah. They used to come to Mansfield, down to Mansfield and stuff. I used to get everybody's number. Everybody. Okay. I didn't care who it was. Right. But like I used to get everybody's number. So in that kind of stretch, when I when I turned 18, I moved down to Columbus, still in the same mind mind frame of networking, networking, networking. And a lot of these people that I met years ago, like started working at a higher level in the industry. But mm -hmm. like, I've always kept that relationship with them. And it's never been a, hey, can I get something? It's always been a, hey man, just checking in on you, hope all is well, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then when I started, uh, when I started building my own brand um, as like Black Suit Music as a musician, um, um, I kind of started circulating through Instagram. And, um, uh, I went out to L.A. I used to go back and forth to L.A. all the time and just like, stay on a friend's couch just so people could see my face. Got like you. I wanted to work in the industry and right. like they'd be like, hey, you live here? I'm like, yeah, I live lying out of my teeth. <laughs> 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 hey, I live here. Yep, I live here. Yep, yep, yep. Live on that couch. <laughs> yep. Yep. So like I used to fly myself back and forth like, all the time. And um, I started working with this guy named Damo Farmer. Um, Great bass player, amazing bass player, and uh, he was. We were working with an artist named Paula Abdul, and that was okay. my very first opportunity to like just arrange her show, like bring her show to life. And wow. he called me for it, and I'm excited. Like, all right, cool. This is my first chance. To just do anything. So I I'm just trying to impress him. So he'll send it to me. I'm knocking these arrangements and stuff out like in hours just to show him like, hey, I'm ready, bro. Do it, right, so like right. I'm I'm just working hard, working hard, working hard. So we finished that. And then um like uh some time it went by or whatever. And you know, I'm just kind of back in Ohio. Same thing, back and forth, back and forth, going back and forth. And I remember my church I was playing at, they had just got a new keyboard. 
and like I used to go up to the church and just like program the keyboard, just learning. Like, cause mm-hmm. uh, in that industry, you have to know what you're doing. You can't come in guessing. So right. like, I'm just always preparing. I would go up to the church, like, all right, cool. It's like this, it's like this. And then I started learning, um, I started learning Usher, his show. Like I had like an MP3 of his whole set. So I started learning his show, whatever, and just learning it. And then right. literally a week after, like I learned the whole show and program it, uh, Damo called me back. I was like, hey man, you trying to go on tour with Usher? And I was just like, no, wow. I'm not. I ain't trying to go on tour with Usher. <laughs> but in reality, I'm trying to go on tour with Usher. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so I started working with Usher. I started touring with Usher and still, still flying back and forth, like paying, using my own money, using my wow. own money. Because in that industry, uh, a lot of times, if you don't live in L.A., they'll be like, oh, we'll just find somebody in L.A. It's just more convenient. We ain't got to mm-hmm. find nobody out. We ain't got to get in hotels, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just keep on just paying for my own self, oh, get my man. own hotels, you know, just keep doing it, keep doing it. That's cool. And then um, after, like, the third show, um, after, like, the third show or something, Usher came up to me like, bro, I know you live in Ohio. It's like, it's okay. <laughs> like, we're just, like, don't worry about it no more. We're just, like, back. And, like, that was the start of my career, man, from Usher to, like, Jay-Z. It just kind of, it was like a snowball effect. It just right. kept rolling from there. And great now story. now we're great here. Story. Yeah, yeah, great wow. story, man. That's cool. That's wow. real. Yes, sir. Yeah, now what's the real would say the grind, man? The grind, right? <laughs> yes, sir. It's real. Okay, one more quick question. I'll let you go. What are your thoughts on the Donda album? Have you listened to it all yet? I have listened to it all. I was really anticipating it. Right. I almost flew out to both of those listening parties. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I like it, man. Like, like I was telling them, I, I've been a Kanye fan since he was just making beats for Jay Z and right. like. Like I've always been a fan of Kanye, so like I've stuck with him through every phase. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like this one, this one is refreshing. It's still um, it's it's not a Christian album. Like it's not it's not the Jesus is King. You know what I'm saying? But it's still like it's not this, late. It's not late registration either, though. It's, it's kind of la- yeah. It's yeah. like it's it's he's on yeah. a new wave right now. I, I like it. Right. I dig it, man. I, I okay. dig it. His production okay. is always, always amazing. He always makes great choices as far as production, as far as writing. He he's top five rappers to ever do oh, it. Wow. To be honest. Oh wow! Okay, top okay. five. I've, I've I've listened to it once, but it's like hour and forty five minutes long. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, definitely. I'm gonna have to give it. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta play it in your sleep. <laughs> right, right, right. It's we, over we, an we hour. We played it in man. church Sunday. We played it in church this morning during the service. So you're <laughs> <laughs> an offering time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's decent though, man. It's decent. Right, right, right. I, I don't know. I don't know yet. I, I got to give it one more listen. And it's like, you know, people wanting the old Kanye. Dude, the old Kanye's not coming back. Coming that's, back. that's over. He's on a whole new level. He trying something different. Mm-hmm. He's he's not coming back to the old Kanye. So. Yep. It'll never happen. All right. That's I all I got. Turning, uh, 
I, I don't want him to turn into one of these sly stone people that like becomes like a recluse and like shows up to half his shows and plays one note and then leaves because he's already been mm-hmm. doing that. You know, that's how Sly Stone was at the end, man. This cat, he didn't even show up to the Grammys. They did a tribute to him at the Grammys. He just walked out, played one note, said one oh, thing, wow. and just walked off the stage. <laughs> it's Sly Stone, man. What you like? He's like, I don't have anything else to prove. <laughs> right, right. What, what do you right. want from me? Right, right. <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm perpetually high anyway, so <laughs> I understand what you want. I, I do want to close out with this. What can we expect next Sunday? Oh, man, y'all can expect just a good time. We just we are going to have a good time. We're going to sing some of the favorites. We, uh, we're just going to vibe, man. We're going to vibe and have a good time in the Lord. We're going to reprise the mess out of these songs. Listen, that's it. We're going to be kicking it. We're going to be kicking it, man. We're going to be kicking it. Like I said, community family reunion, man. I mean, I want the funk. I want the soul. Have a good time bobbing heads. Yes, sir. Folks in their little lawn chairs chilling out with their iced tea. Somebody probably got something extra in the bottle. We don't know. We don't know. I don't know what it means. You never know, man. You never know. I suggest you save grace for last so everybody can stay the whole time. (laughs) Yeah, because everybody can repent. Everybody can repent at the end. (laughs) Oh, man. That'd be the altar call song. We're like, Uh (laughs) hey, uh, we still have five more tickets to give away. How y'all want to get these away? We still got five more tickets. Who is in the Warren and Youngstown area that's watching right now that would like to be blessed? with a free ticket and you're actually going to show up but I will come to your house and find you and you <laughs> will be with us you're in the Warren Youngstown area you're in the vicinity you're within an hour drive and you would like to be blessed with a Red Hands concert ticket next Sunday September 12th uh I should have loaded the graphic up uh I guess that was my problem for not loading up the actual graphic of the concert but uh who would like to, if you would like a free ticket, I mean, don't be, don't be ashamed. We want to bless somebody. Mm-hmm. We, we want to extend the blessings of the Lord uh, to you all. So if you would like uh, a ticket, just say, I want to be blessed. And, and, and we will bless you courtesy of uh, religiously incorrect and converse tease. So if that's you, you got about five minutes to speak your piece. <laughs> Do you have an idea? Is there somebody somebody that we uh that we know of? Excuse me, I'm coughing. That uh we need to hook up, Big Mike. Is there somebody you know of? Uh, I can't think of anybody offhand. Our, our viewership is down today because of the time change. I think people forgot or that could be. You know That's what I'm true. saying? Because they just don't like Kyrie. It's all Kyrie's haters. Black. Actually, it's really Kyrie's haters. <laughs> uh, all these haters that don't. There's the graphic. Wait, there's the graphic. I got it. There we go. Okay, it's halfway covering the screen, but. That, that that's the Inspire Summer Series sponsored by Second Battles. I got to shout out Bright and Seven Seventeen, our sponsors, as well as our many other sponsors. We have a great crew of sponsors that are supporting. So if you would like, I think we're gonna find a way. Maybe we'll just put you know out what? Our food. You know what, Todd? Yeah, what's your idea, Pastor Jeff? Uh, my idea is let's do an impromptu, uh, impromptu Labor Day religiously incorrect to give away the team. Gonna do an impromptu tomorrow. Uh, wait, got wait, wait. You know, while we on the grill. Matter of fact, maybe I. I'm probably going to come over to <laughs> your house anyway to eat. So, um, hey, hey, I said BYOHD, bring your own hot dogs and I'll grill them for you. <laughs> <laughs> bring your own hot dogs and pastor will grill them. So, okay, yeah, me and Jeff will figure out a way to do either an impromptu live would be a good idea, or we'll put up a post or a question on our Facebook page or Instagram page. Because Converse Tees, we, again, we thank Big L and Converse Tees. They gave away wow. 10 tickets to the REL concert. 
and 10 tickets to the Red Hands concert. And we want to be a blessing uh, to somebody. So, hey, <clears throat> mind the time change. 8 p.m. from now on. It's getting late in the evening. That was my uh, sermon for uh, this week. It's getting late. It's getting late. I feel like an old church mother all Sunday long. It's getting late. Uh, <laughs> but we got to move up to 8 p.m. for logistical reasons. Sunday night service can't be going up past 10. You know, our kids got to go to school in the morning. So uh, thank you all for joining us. You joined us at 8. Anything else, Big Mike, you want to add in before we go? Nope, that's it. Hey, uh, see y'all next week, same time, 8 p.m. I appreciate it. Stay on real quick. Play us out. Y'all have a good week. Peace, y'all. Yes, sir.